Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes, episode 166. Sam Thompson's 166 RBIs in 1887 stood as a Major League Baseball record until Babe Ruth broke the record in 1921. I am Trey, joined, as always, by Dylan and Cam. Tucker just had 100 people walking to the bar, so he is not with us. Who knows if he'll be joining. How are we doing, gentlemen? Doing very well. Uh, we're great. Trey and I are live in the Triangle. Back at Triangle Studios, one of the best places to record. One of one of the hallowed uh, studios of Wasted Takes. Um, but we have a huge show today. We've got NFL free agency. We've got March Madness. We've got a, a lot to cover. So we'll uh, get right into it. Uh, loser, Dylan, Tony Finau. I didn't make the cut. I didn't make think. the cut. Uh, <laughs> not a good weekend. Um, did anybody have Rodgers to the Jets? I think Cam. No, I had Lamar. Lamar. Oh, okay. No, I had I had him staying. I had. Uh, yeah. I had him staying too. I had uh, Lamar to the Jets, didn't yeah. I? No, Lamar to the Falcons. That's right. Sorry. Which is still a possibility, although Lamar to the Jets, Cam, that is a loser. Um, any winners anyone could think of? There's another loser on the uh, on the poll. Sorry, dead air, dead air, checking it, doing my research. Sorry. UNC, ACC, did they win the ACC tournament? No, no, they did not even come. Um, no, they got, they made it to the final four of the ACC tournament. Well, our poll had three votes. <laughs> so, <laughs> wasn't even voted on by Looks everyone. Good. In Three's not good. The show, but our winner <laughs> is Cameron. Damn it! <laughs> for the Derek Carr will lead the Saints to Super Bowl take. I haven't with a total of two votes. I haven't voted in like three weeks. <laughs> As a Massachusetts podcast, the Bruins take should have won. It should have won. I thought I was going to get a win there. I'm still winless, but I don't have the scores in front of me because I'm not at my normal uh, battle you, station. Are you drinking this beer? Last yeah, I'm year, drinking it. last year trade that take wins. There's something about the year for you. It's it's just not really good. Yeah, no, the year's been rough on me so far in in more ways than people may know. But um, so I'll, I'll get on the board eventually. I can't go scoreless all year unless I can. Then there should be a special award for that. But we'll see. Um, all right. Do we have any other winners and losers before we jump into? I think Cam takes the lead with that point. I'm not positive. I've been in the lead. Oh, okay, so you extend the lead. Um, does anybody have anything else before we jump into uh, Waste Takes? I don't think so. Alrighty. Um, I feel like I I think I let off last week, so does anyone else want to lead off? I got one. Let her rip. Um, I'm going right into March Madness. Uh, I'm excited for it, and I hate my brackets so much. As usual, but there's one thing that is is very curious to me this year that I just now figured out um, today. Does anyone know what's going on with Fairleigh Dickinson and Merrimack College? I have no idea those places exist except Merrimack. I've heard of Merrimack. Merrimack. So, give you a little background. Merrimack was a D2 school last year. Okay, they came up to D1 this year, which made them not eligible for the NCAA tournament should they make it. Now, the only way to make it is to win your conference. 
Merrimack came up from B2 and won their conference this year, the Northeast Conference, and beat Fairleigh Dickinson. However... Emily Dickinson? Yeah, a lot of good um, penmanship and rules and whatever. Couldn't tell you one thing she wrote. Forgot about it. Um, So, Fairleigh Dickinson lost to Merrimack in the final. But because Merrimack was not eligible, this team... That is 19 and 15. Uh, Fairly Dickinson got a shoe into the the tournament, um, even though they lost their final game. And my point is this: they just played earlier today, and they they had a playing game as they should have. They should have two. They won by 23 against Texas Southern. So the script has been written. They also now play Purdue, who is the notably upset, um, what's the word I'm looking for, Uh, susceptible. Fairleigh Dickinson's going to beat Purdue. 16 versus 1. Fairleigh Dickinson's now 20 and 15. Purdue's 29 and 5. Notable wins for Fairleigh Dickinson. They beat St. Joe's earlier in the year. Uh, St. Joseph's, same conference as UMass. They also put up quite the fight against Loyola Chicago, made it to overtime against them. Um, And, I mean, they shouldn't be here. And the teams that shouldn't be here are the teams that usually make their mark. And I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm going to call it right now, I will not be putting this in my bracket, but I will be putting a small wager on it. Um, so fairly Dickinson upsets Purdue. Go ahead and disagree. I dare you. What are the what are the seedings again? Sixteen one. It's a 16-1? Uh, so there's been what one sixteen one upset in tournament history, right? It's like the Saint the the Labradors beat Virginia or whatever yes. it was. UMBC beat Virginia by like thirty. <coughs> um. Yeah, no, I will disagree. Uh, again, with these March Madness takes, they go in one ear and go out the other for me. I know nothing about the sport. I get many picks wrong. I've never won a bracket in my life. Don't do any research. Just pick based on uh, basically how good the school is at like football or if they have a <laughs> if they have a cool mascot. Um, I pick that. But um, no, it won't happen. Just the probability. It's been it's happened one time in how many years of this tournament going on? More than fifty. Probably. Is this a 16 seed? 16 over 1. Doesn't happen. It's not statistically possible for me. So I'm just going to ride with the numbers, ride with the nerds. I'll say I'll disagree. Don't. It is statistically possible. <coughs> probable. It's, it's not statistically probable. is the word probable. I was looking for. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, Cam, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to also disagree, but I like where... The head's at. I don't think they're going to get blown out of the water. I think it'll be a competitive game for the most part. But they're going to lose. It just doesn't happen. Okay, the line is 22 and a half. So at least they will cover. Go ahead and, and bet. throw a little... Lock in the cover. The cover is there. We got the Massachusetts $25... Can I bet it right now? I'll put a bet, I'll put a bet on it right now, Cam. Let's, let's do it. I, I got the app. So I, I actually... It's funny because I've looked at I've looked at it and every single game except that one is on the bet slip. Something's going on. Vegas knows. I think they're changing the line around. 
I'm sorry, now I'm checking my bets, which is bad. Are we winning? Uh, yes, but it it looks like my parlay is not going through. Has Jason Tatum really not made three 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 pointers? That is pathetic. What a bum. I knew that wasn't gonna happen. Um, um okay. <laughs> sorry, we we're getting a little distracted here. Is he not playing? Where the hell is he? Um, okay. Can we get the stats guy on that? <laughs> stats guy. Now we're distracted with our betting. Um, okay. My take. So, free agency, obviously going on. This is going to be Patriot Center's take, just because it has to be, because that's the type of, this is the time of year for it. So, the Patriots have done a little in free agency, but uh, this take was a little better uh, earlier on because they had done nothing up until around uh, 5 p.m. today. They signed Juju Smith-Schuster. They just, right before we got on the show, signed running back James Robinson. Um, So I'll give you my thought. Actually, no, I'll give you my thoughts on those later. Um, But So basically what's happened is they let Jacoby Myers walk for relatively low money. They signed Juju to almost the exact same deal. Um, They've... Made they've signed some offensive tackles that are kind of just rotational guys. Um, maybe looking like they might get a wide receiver early in the draft. We'll see. Uh, probably not. But this is the, the 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 fact that this team is not doing more in free agency and not willing to to try to make trades and stuff like that is uh, a little embarrassing. And last year, everybody said, well, they came off a huge year spending. They're taking a year off, loading up so they can use the cap for next year. This happens every year with the Patriots. They push it down the line. They say next year's going to be the big year. It only paid off once, and it didn't even pay off because they overpaid for a bunch of bums. Um, But looking at this team right now, they are just not very talented. They have a very limited skill position group. They have an okay defense who can't beat quarterback, good quarterbacks. Um, Around the, the division, obviously, Aaron Rodgers is now coming in. So they are now the probably the fourth best team in the division. Um... It just looks like they're going nowhere. I think this is a little bit of a strategy from Bill Belichick. Now, I heard a little chatter earlier this week on, on the radio that um, Bill loves a man named Lamar Jackson. Oh, boy. Loves Lamar Jackson. Would love to have him on the team. So, the take is that the Patriots will make a trade offer for Lamar Jackson. Bill is done with Mac. He's pissed that Mac torpedoed his his coaching choices last year on national TV, hung him out to dry. Um, Bill is building this team like he has a superstar quarterback, like he did with Brady. Maybe it's just because he's stubborn, or maybe it's because he's going to go out and sign a superstar quarterback, bring Lamar in here, see what he can do. Um, do I think it's a great idea? No. Uh, I've been a Lamar critic Almost the entire time this show's been around, I think I made a take that he'll never win the Super Bowl. Uh, I think he's an injury risk. I think he's a bit of a mental case. I think he's not very smart due to his Wonderlick score and the way he's handling this free agency. But you know what? He's fun to watch, and he's exciting. So I co-sign it if they are in on him. I want them to be in on him. I like Mac. I think he got screwed. But at the end of the day, he's kind of just a jag. He's just another guy. So Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots will be making a trade offer for Lamar Jackson. The reason I'm not saying that Lamar Jackson will be a Patriot is because Bill is a cheap bastard. The Ravens hate the Patriots. So they're going to offer, you know, a first-round pick 
and nothing else. And they're going to be like, no. And then Bill's going to be like, okay, pound sand. So, but they will try. They are, they are done with Mac Jones. The Patriots will be in on Lamar Jackson uh, in this next coming week. That's the take. Stunned silence. They have to Don't give up. Next year. You've got to be the one to pick that <laughs> they, up. They have to give up two first-round picks. Not if they trade for him. That's so if we they can, sign him. So we can still trade for him. It would be a sign and trade. So he would sign with Baltimore for whatever the Patriots are willing to give him. Or no, he would sign for the tender that they put on him. So he'd sign the franchise tag with Baltimore, and then the Patriots would trade whatever they have, uh, whatever the offer is, or the, the other team that gets him would trade whatever whatever their offer is. So they wouldn't have to give up necessarily. They probably would have to give up two first-round picks anyways just for the trade itself. But they wouldn't have to deal with, you know, the, the tender of it. They'll probably have to give up more, honestly. Bill doesn't want to sign him to a guaranteed deal, and he doesn't want um, – he doesn't want to give up the picks, but I think he he is going to kick the tires at least. He's going to try to get a cheap cheap deal, which isn't just not going to happen. But yeah, I could see the phones the phone call being had, but I don't see anything. The big point of this take is that Bill is done with Mac. He's ready to move on from Mac. Oh, I think we're I think this is the tell all year for Mac, the third year now. Um. <laughs> So I think he's, I think we got one more year before it's like yes or no. So I agree with you. I think he deserves another year because they screwed him last year. You know, he didn't have a lot of help. He had the worst coaches in the NFL. But, you know, Bill, he's a stubborn old bastard. He's not going to – he doesn't care. The kid outwardly led a rebellion against him on national TV. He's not going to want him anymore. So he's going to kick the tires on Lamar. I mean, think about – he brought in Cam Newton. So he likes that athletic running quarterback. He, th- he thinks that he can win with that. I think you're putting too much stock in that Cam Newton thing. That was just a get-me-over year for the cheapest, best but guy But they could have there. signed a guy like Andy Dalton, who's more of the Tom Brady, you know, yeah, but Mac it Jones been, type. It would have been less. It would have been more money. Not re- No, he signed with New Orleans for about the same deal that year. Cam? Two firsts and Mac. Who says no? <laughs> Not me. I do. I do it. I do it tomorrow. Uh, yeah, you definitely have to give him more than the than the tag. Because um, <coughs> why would they tag him then if they could just trade him for? You know, they're doing this to to hold that to the minimum standard. Uh, I I think he made a smart take saying that they'll inquire rather than get him because Bill is so stubborn that he won't try to outbid anyone because if he loses the bid. After trying, you know, re-offering, it's going to make him look bad and doesn't want to tarnish his, his beautiful, you know, record that is just gradually declining. Um, I think that it's going to be like a one one and done, try to keep it under the table as much as possible. <coughs> I think <clears throat> if it does happen, I honestly, I can't keep up with the Lamar situation. It's really just over my head at this point. I don't understand why no one wants him. I don't understand why he doesn't want, doesn't seem to want to go anywhere. It doesn't, it seems like he wants to be paid to not play football. I'll give you a breakdown really quick, Cam. I'll give you a one minute breakdown. So the reason that nobody wants him is because he wants guaranteed money. The reason that he doesn't want to go anywhere is because nowhere, 
willing to give him the guaranteed money. The Deshaun Watson contract last year pissed off the owners so much because they've given up a lot. I think I said this on last week's episode. They've given a lot to the players. They refuse to give them fully guaranteed contracts. They will not do it. They are cheap. So they they don't – these teams coming out are saying that we're not giving him the guaranteed money. Who knows if they're lying or not, and he's pissed because he wants that fully guaranteed – He's just as good as Deshaun Watson, if not better. I mean, they're different players. Deshaun's a little bit better of a passer, and Lamar's obviously a better runner, more dynamic. He's won an MVP. So, you know, he should be entitled to that same type of deal. But the Browns screwed the market up because they gave him him that fully guaranteed deal, which was very stupid. And they, for the owners, that pissed them all off. So that's why it seems like nothing's going on. I'm aware of that, but... The Ravens offered him 133 mil, three years, fully guaranteed. Or was it three years or four years? Whatever. <coughs> three year, yeah, three years, 133 mil, fully guaranteed. And all he had to say about it was, nine, nah, taking that, but I, you know, I did that without an agent. Okay, you still didn't take the deal. That's the best you're gonna get. I think he's, I think he's dumb, dumb. Obviously, we're. I think he's that. stupid as well. I, I will agree with you. I mean, that that's not a bad deal because you get the money and you're out after three years. The situation doesn't improve. So Yeah, but he just doesn't want to be in Baltimore. It's, it's clear. But, I mean, the only team I could see giving him something like that is just a desperate. That's why I thought the Jets were going to do it. The Colts are in, apparently. The Colts are interested. Okay. Well, they should be because right now they're not looking at Stroud or, or uh yeah. And the New England Patriots are interested as well. And, per per yeah, me. But Bill's not paying that much. It's not guaranteed. You can, you can you source year. me there. One uh, year, 35 mil guaranteed. Do it. Do it. I do it tomorrow. One it year, 35 mil. It would make them fun to watch. That's all I want. I want some entertainment value. They no, are clearly going to suck. I, They're clearly going to suck for the next five years, at least. So. Let's just have some fun and throw him out there. Let's watch him run around. He'll get hurt by week eleven, and we'll stick. Uh, then we'll stick Zappy back in there and have Zappy Fever all over again, and that'll be exciting. So. That was great. Um. All right, Dylan, you got a take for us? Um. Big news on your boy Aaron Rodgers. You could tie that in. He said on Pat McAfee's show that he was thinking about leaving Green Bay because of the weather, and he decided to go to New York. Yeah, I actually did see that. So I guess I I could whip up uh, myself a good sleeves. Aaron Rodgers take here. Um, yeah, so he, he won one Super Bowl. So he's won none. So he's won. So by our standards, that means he's he hasn't won one. You can only win two. You can't win one. Correct. Um, it's just none or two. <coughs> he got lucky once. He ain't. There ain't no way he's gonna win any in the in New York on the Jets. I think this deal hasn't been official yet either. No, they he keep, he they wants keep, to go there, and the Packers are looking for the right compensation. They, they keep talking about that and talking <laughs> about that. And then the players that he wanted the Jets to target gets leaked, and I don't think he he likes I don't think he liked that. There was talk about him. He said it didn't happen, but who knows if that's true or not. Um, I think this man does want warmer weather. I think he wants 
to be as close to South America to that ayahuasca as possible. Um, I think he... I, I don't think this deal is going to happen. I, that's the take. I don't think the Jets are going are like to bag him. I think... What, what was it? It was already supposed to happen on Monday? No, no. So Wednesday? No. So he's made. So last week he made the decision to the Packers that he he's not. He's either retiring or playing for the Jets. So it's either the Packers trade a, a basically a retired player for a big haul, which they should do, or he retire. He doesn't come back for the Packers next year. If they hold on to him, he's retiring. What doesn't make any sense is I, there's no reason for him to go to the Jets. So I, I don't, I just don't see. It. I think this whole situation with with him is just going down a little strangely. You know, there's like these words, like these talks about players that he wants to get on the team, but he's not even on the team yet. They're talking about um, details being discussed, but why is it all known beforehand? I just don't. I think it's weird. I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's going to fall through. Some. some which is strange to have for the Packers to not get anything out of this, but maybe he ends up being traded somewhere else. Um, All right. And is okay with it. I just think it's going to fall through. I like the take. I like. I, I think it's wasted, that it, considering it was like announced today. I think it's wasted enough. Um, I think it will happen. I think that there's no reason that the Packers shouldn't do it. I think the Jets... I think their pro- they, uh, report was they're asking for two firsts, which is a lot to ask for. Uh, how old is he now? 39-ish? 40-ish? So a player who's probably got, I don't know, three, four good years left in him. I mean, he still can play at a high level. So um, I think it will happen. I I, I, I want to say it's not going to work, but I think that they're going to be okay, unfortunately. Um yeah, so I, I, I guess I would just I say that I think it will happen, but I think that there are going to be some problems because he's clearly a mental case. And, like, there's I don't know why he's going at Adam Schefter. He's just doing his job. Like, if Aaron Rodgers just actually told him what's going on, then he wouldn't have to speculate and use other sources. But he's just – I hate him, and I can't wait to hate him as a Jet because I hate him as a Packer, and now I get to hate him as a Jet. Uh, Cam? Was the take that he's not going to actually end up on the Jets? Yeah. Yeah, the deal's going to fall through. <laughs> I love the take. I, I sit next to a Jets fan at work, <clears throat> and he's been watching this very, very closely. Even after all the tweets, he's not sold on it. Even after today, he's like, yeah, you know, I'm glad he's, he wants to play for the Jets, but, you know, there's not a deal yet. And all Jets fans know in the back of their mind that – until he takes the first snap as a jet, he's not a jet because they can jet it up. <laughs> and I, I think right now it's it's like 85% chance that he plays for the Jets. And that 15, 13% of it is the just the jet factor. 2% is the Packers not coming to a deal. The 13% is the Jets, the jet factor. <laughs> something goes horribly wrong for that poor, sad franchise. It is a factory of sadness over there. Yeah, yeah. The the factory of sadness factor. So I um I I think it's, it's cool. I I said this the other day in the chat. There's no reason for me to just be so excited about one 
grown man playing in a different city than he played for the year before. But it gets me hyped up. I love to see it. I love when players move around, see them in new uniforms. Um, so I'm excited. I understand your sadness or angriness as a Patriots fan, but um, I think it's cool for the league. I, I agree. Yeah. I think it's good for he's the not, league. But he's not going to play for but see, this still feeds into my takes before about Rodgers, because again, he's going—he will not follow. He's too self-centered or whatever. He will not follow in someone else's footsteps. Yeah, Joe Namath outside, was their last good quarterback outside of Brett Favre. <laughs> there, well, he didn't really have a choice there, but uh, well, Joe Brett Namath. Favre, Brett Favre played for the Jets. Well, I, I'm saying Rodgers didn't have a choice to follow him up. He got drafted by the Packers. I know, so. but the Jets, though. Oh, yes, correct, yes. Wouldn't it be hysterical if he goes to the Jets, has one bad year, yeah. and then goes to the Vikings? <laughs> that would be that awesome. That should have been my take, damn it. Uh, that would have been awesome. Um, and Leak's a dick pick while he's in New York, just yeah. like Favre. Um, Probably would. All right, let's do some more free agency talk while we're on the subject. Uh, we'll start with the more relevant team. Cam, the Giants are having a heck of an offseason. Big news yesterday. Traded a third-round pick, which is, you know, you can find good players in the third round, but they're getting Darren Waller, who is one of the best tight ends in the league. A little bit of an injury problem, but at the same time, missed some time, you know, with his demons when he was younger, so maybe not too much tread on the tires. I think it's a great move for the Jets. I really like how their offense is coming together. I think you need to get Danny weapons. You know, you've committed to him. Uh, now you've got Saquon back, you've got a decent receiving core, um, and you've got a top tight end. Cam, you got to be pretty happy about this move, no? Yeah, I'm <clears> so <throat> It's funny in perspective, this is just the Kadarius Tony draft pick. We essentially just drafted Darren Waller at 20, 20th pick or whatever. Um, obviously, however many years later. But this was the this was Tony. We traded for the third rounder from the Chiefs, and then we got this sent this third rounder for Waller. So I'm ecstatic. I I think that this adds a whole new dimension to the office offense. Evan Ingram was a great tight end. He got open. We got him the ball. We can throw to tight ends. He just couldn't catch the ball. So he can now. I'm, I'm excited for him and Bellinger that we have already on our as our tight end. Not a great catcher, great blocker. So this brings in a whole new dimension for us. We re-signed Sterling Shepard. This man cannot stay off the sideline. Um, so I'm hoping that we heard something about him being uh, ready to go and healthy because otherwise we would have gotten rid of him. He's a stud. Uh, he's one of the few Giants that is on the team still that uh, has re-signed that we actually drafted. We don't often re-sign players that we draft, which is not a good thing. Um but we're starting to. Saquon's another one we got back. Danny Dimes we got back. Now, here's one, a lesser-known player that we got this offseason. Our linebacker court, we lost Blake Martinez last year. We ju- we just signed Bobby Okurke. Okurike. Okurike. I've heard that uh, name. Granted, I thought he was overpaid at first until I found out that he is uh, 12th. Uh, among linebackers at PFF against the run. And the Giants were not good against the run. So he's going to be a great pickup for the defense, I think. Our, our defensive line is just going to be gross, I think. We're working on a deal with Dexter Lawrence, Kayvon obviously there, Ojalari, and then Leonard Williams. 
Um, that's a stack O line or D line. Um, I am extremely excited. <coughs> Joe Shane and Brian Daywood are just putting together an absolute unit in there in win now mode, even while rebuilding. Any thoughts on it, Bill? Uh, it's nice to hear good things coming from camp. And <laughs> best team on the podcast. And uh, you know, seeing where your weaknesses are and trying to get the right pieces. Um, it sounds good for you, Cam. I'm happy for you. All right, let's uh, do a little bit Patriots. So uh, obviously, I mentioned some of their moves in the uh, in the opener in the waste to take section, but um, overall, I give them a C minus so far. So they let Myers walk, which, you know, I don't love. Um, They did replace him with Juju. So this is what I'll say about the Juju Smith-Schuster signing. I like Juju. He's – I think I've shit-talked him a little on the pod. I think he's kind of a baby, and the TikTok thing's not great. And, you know, he's had his problems in the league. He's been a bit of a diva. Not not so much a diva, but I guess diva is the best word. Cares a little bit too much about his social media presence and stuff like that. Um, he, uh, but he's athletic, and you know he he had a decent season last year as like the number three option, basically on that offense. Um, so I think he can be a number two option here. Um, he is maybe a little bit of an athletic upgrade over Myers. I think he can turn you know those short catches into longer catchers better than Myers can. But at the same time. Myers was a homegrown talent. He knows your system. Mac Jones loves him. And you let him go and bring in a guy that's probably about on the same level as he is skill-wise, who doesn't know the system, who's new to the team. At the end of the day, I like the player. I think he can bring something to the offense. I think he can be a a good slot guy for us. Um, So I'll take him. I'm not going to complain that they went out and signed somebody because God knows they need all the help they can get. Uh, I still think this offense is in desperate need of a number one wide receiver. Now, the rumors are they've sniffed around DeAndre Hopkins, which everybody knew was going to happen. They've also sniffed around Jerry Judy, which I really like. Again, it's sounding like the compensation is holding up these deals from happening. I don't know what – I can't imagine that the Cardinals are asking for a first for D-Hop. I could see a first for Judy. Again, I would do these things because they cannot draft a wide receiver. You do not have a proven record of drafting a actual number one wide receiver in the last 15 years. So they they need a guy that can go over the top that the defense has to pay attention to. Otherwise, what are you going to do? Check it down to Juju at four yards, and there's going to be four guys standing there wait, waiting to tackle him. So the other big signing for them is uh, James Robinson. Because we really needed another running back. We've got four friggin' running backs already. Three of them are the exact same person. Two of them had the exact same name. Damian Harris is gone. Now the other Kevin Harris is there. You've got Ramondre, who's going to be your number one. I mean, I guess James Robinson could be the pass catching back that they've always had. I don't know what his talent is as a pass catcher. Um, I hope he gets back to that Jaguars form he was in in his rookie year because he hasn't been very good since. But. I don't know. I just don't think I don't understand why they're prioritizing a position like uh, running back when they have so many other needs. I want them to be in on Darius Slay. I want them to be in on you know some some maybe some linebackers with some speed. Um, 
The only problem I don't think this team has right now is their edge rushing. I think they have good edge rushers. They need to figure out safety. Uh, they need they need another corner, like I said. So I give them a C minus. Um, we'll see what else happens. Like I said, if if if, if news breaks tomorrow that Lamar ja- that they are in on Lamar Jackson, that that grade will jump, even just for trying. Um, <laughs> Dill. Uh, oh, okay, hold on. Tucker's joined the pod. Hold on. We need it a little louder. We need you a little louder, Tucker. You need me a little louder? I'm yeah. yelling. Okay, you're good. I'm yelling in a hallway. Um, C minus. I'd say we made a splash on day one of free agency. We got Juju and James Robinson. I don't really know why we got James Robinson, but fuck it. I mean, I guess, you know, the Patriots like to have 12 useful running backs at a time. <coughs> Take it. I'm part of the system. Um, but I like the Juju signing. Um, you know, has a lot of close ties to a lot of the people, one of the podcast members in our friends group. So, like him. Uh, as well. And, yeah, I mean, I'm just happy to see that we're starting to spend money. It's day one, so I think this is a sign. I heard that we we're in on D-Hop, which I love. I didn't think was even possible, but I love it. Um, other than that, day one of free agency, I call a win. Have we talked about Aaron Rodgers yet? Uh, a little bit, but we'll get into him more. Um, okay. Dill, you like what the Pats are doing? Um, Juju's okay. Um, Robinson, I mean, you're just getting more depth. You can't really be too upset by it. Um, I mean, this team needs to get better at the wide receiver position. Um, they kind of made an even move, I think, maybe a little bit of an uptick. Um, I don't know. I, I think this is going to be another one of those run-of-the-mill off-seasons that we've had the past couple years, and it's just going to continue. Uh, it's, it's like we, we went through this with the Red Sox. We just became a team that like didn't really do the things that they needed They're to like do. They're like the exact same team right now. Yeah, and now we're seeing it with the Pats. So. I'll, t- I'll, t- um, I'll say this. I said it in ways it takes, but I'll say it for Tucker. They are treating this team like they still have Tom Brady at quarterback. They are, they they don't understand that when you have when you don't have a guy that can just elevate put the ball in tight windows and make everyone get open, then you're screwed. So you need talent. Um, Mac Jones has followed DeAndre Hopkins and Odell Beckham on Instagram. Um, Cam, what outsider perspective on the Pats? Yeah, I mean, they do this every year. Other than that one year they signed Jalen Mills and Matt Judon and Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith, and you guys were going crazy. Most I mean, signings of all time. Bad, bad, bad <laughs> signings. Uh, Matt Judon was great. Yo, great uh, signing. And Jalen Mills isn't bad either. I mean, I'm just saying, you like to get ahead of yourself. That's the way it goes. Free agency really kind of just started. Um so maybe they're doing their homework. I, I I don't like Juju, to be honest with you. I think that the Patriots are notorious for kind of picking up the middle-of-the-road guys uh, ever since Randy – like literally since Randy Moss. Uh, <clears throat> but, you know, hope it works out for you. And in terms of James Robinson, don't see that one. Don't know. Don't really get that one. Um, although if he does go back to peak form – 
then you guys are going to be making everyone look stupid. Other than that, I think give it some time. You guys might be cooking up something. And, uh, you know, Bill's the best coach of all time, right? So, so, so that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying, Cam, is that um, it's either they are planning something like this DeAndre Hopkins or Jerry Judy move. Like I said, C-minus is just for now. But, or the Lamar Jackson thing, or they have no direction and they are just kind of floating. And like I said, Bill's just trying to get his, his eight wins a year uh, and he'll, he'll be done when he gets his record. But Bill, the GM, is, boy, he is. I think part of the reason they didn't re-sign Myers, I think Myers came out after a game and said, like, schematically we're, or systematically we're fucked or something like that. So get rid of the critics on your team. Get good soldiers in and just roll to a to an 8-9 record every year for the next four years and we'll reset. Um, all right, some other big signings. Obviously, the Aaron Rodgers stuff, we mentioned it a little bit. Uh, we don't have to go too in-depth other than Tucker can because he didn't get a chance. But um, do we think they're going to be good next year? I think the Jets might be a 10-win team next year. I think they may have leaped. I certainly think they've leapfrogged the Patriots. I think they may have leapfrogged the Dolphins as well. I mean, who knows what two is going to be. He, he's taking jujitsu classes to learn not how to fall on his head, which is a good thing. So maybe he'll make it through a full season. But um, I think they're going to be better then uh, obviously better than they were last year. I think they'll be the second team in the division. I think they could get a wild card slot. Um, I wanted to believe this wasn't going to work, but I'm, I'm thinking about it more and more. The pass loss to Aaron Rodgers this year, you know, so like, and I think that that Jets team is going to be better than that Packers team. So I think they will be a 10 win team. Uh, Dill. So, I'm, I'm kind of starting to get a feeling of this team as the 2012 Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, We've talked about which this before. I've, which I've talked about this, or 2013 Toronto Blue Jays, whatever it was, 2015, something like that. They, they became the most stacked team on baseball, and then they came dead last in the AL East. I think if the Jets end up getting Rodgers, which Tucker my take was, is that the, the deal will fall through. But if they end up with Rodgers and they get a bunch of other talent and make the team the best team on paper in the AFC East, they're going to come dead last. Cam, I have bet Fairleigh Dickinson to cover. Um, what do you think about the Jets? Yeah, that's great. The Jets, I think the Jets are going to be good. Um, granted, Aaron Rodgers is still not a Jet. Let's just make that clear. But as soon as he steps on the field there, I'll, I'll feel a lot better about saying the Jets are going to be good. Um, will they win the division? <laughs> Maybe. I think it's possible. Uh, they're a shoe in for the playoffs. I'll tell you that. I haven't even thought about them winning the division, but... Who knows? Uh, Tucker, the Jets, are they are they the second best team in the division? Are they the third best? Where are they? Is Tucker still there or did we lose him to work? I think we lost him. All right. Um, another big signing, Jimmy G to the Raiders. I like. Um, he's a winner. He's back with Josh McDaniels. I'm happy about it. Uh, the Raiders are just taking Patriots players as they have for the past two years and trying to build New England West which never works, so they probably won't end up being very good. Um, Sorry. Oh, are you there? 
when I was driving and my dog was for dry heaving on my stomach, so I was scared. Uh, but Aaron Rodgers on the Jets. The Jets are the Jets. The Jets, I think the Jets are more bad than Aaron Rodgers is good at this point. He's a crazy person. I don't think him and the Jets media are going to get along. Yeah, it's I the New York media, to the true. Point where I think... I think Aaron Rodgers will say that the Jets media was too mean to him and sit out. Yeah, I get 100. He just hates the media so much that like they're gonna say something mean about him and he's gonna sit out again. So I I don't think this worked out. Like you have like you're like oh yeah no you need to be really level headed to play in New York and then you put psycho like noted psychopath Aaron Rodgers on the team and think it's gonna work out. No shot. This team implodes. Zach Wilson will be the starting QB by the end of the year. Um, all right. Um, other big fr- – what are some other ones? I can't even think. There's been a lot of, like, defensive guys moving around. Nothing crazy. Zeke Elliott is uh, is a free agent. Uh, Patriots obviously won't be up be on him. Well, you're, you're missing Baker Mayfield to the Bucs. Oh, that's a huge one. Forgot about that one. So, Baker to the Bucs, I called on Sunday. Let's just – let's put that out there. Um and I think he's going to start. That's a fantastic deal he got, or they got for him. It was like eight and a half mil for a year. That's a starting playoff winning QB two years ago. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think that's a great pickup for the buck. Coming off of Brady, just get back into it, pay a guy cheap, but not have you know not be completely out of it. In a bad, bad division, I think he's a great placeholder. Um. Think about, you know, Baker, one one win and uh, one playoff win, and Danny Jones, one playoff win. Think about the contract difference. That's crazy. I'm saying. <laughs> um, any other big signings anyone like, Tucker? Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo to the Raiders. I was a big fan of. Actually, actually, you know what? I come back on that. I'm huge. Downgrade at QB. I disagree. I think it is a lateral move Good for them. Derek Carr is better than Jimmy. Your your service is awful uh, right now, Tuck. <laughs> What'd you I say, just, Cam? I don't know. I said I don't think it's worth a debate. It, I think yeah. it is a sidestep. I think it's that's what I'd say about the Patriots with Juju and Myers. It's just a, the same, yeah, I, very similar guy coming in. I think Juju's better than Myers. Myers hated the end zone. I actually have a take. I think this is going to be very bad for Jimmy. I made the take, obviously, that he's too handsome. Now he's going to be in Vegas. A lot of strip clubs, you know, a lot of ladies of the night. I think he's not going to care one bit about football. He is now in the city of sin, and he's going to be he's going to be living it up. So, um, all right. We will move on, I guess, to March Madness. I'll just say there may be uh, another free agent coming out soon. Uh, sources, I, I can't reveal any more details than that, but there could be another major free agent on the market coming soon. But we'll just leave it at that. Um, and with that, we move into March Madness. We move into March Madness. Um, Cam, why don't you lead this? Because you've been doing a lot of work with the brackets. Um, you were trying to do some... some uh, uh, a compilation bracket. You got the bracket contest going. So, so you you drive this one. 
Yeah, guys, I appreciate it. So what we're doing this year is going to be a little bit different. We decided, well, I decided kind of just now, um, we're still going to have our wasted takes, um, our, our usual, you know, us four, but I wanted it to be a little bit more collaborative, a little less competition within the pod and a little more competition outside the pod. So this year, the girl, the girls are involved, but they're not going to be they're not going to be brought into it. We're just going to talk about the four dudes um, and then our collaborative bracket while on the pod. And then the total bracket, the fan bracket, is out on Twitter right now. Uh, we'll be we'll be announcing the, the kind of key players there as well. So uh, whoever's leading in second, whoever's you know uh, looking good, we'll be announcing that. As for the brackets... Um, I haven't really looked. I have looked at your guys, but it was just to make the collaborative one. Um, what, how are we feeling? I, I hate it. I, as I said earlier, I hate the West. The West has four teams that could all win, I think. I think the East is bad. I don't know who. I might have the Final Four completely wrong. I got Duke in my Final Four. They'll lose first round. Easy. Um, so just kind of get your, your guys' uh, opinions on who you like, why you like them, or if you hate everything about everything, like I do. So, uh, as I mentioned before, I know nothing about this stuff. I don't really like my bracket either. I'm kind of wishing I I went with UCLA, but I'm not going to make changes now. I'm locked in. Uh, I took Bama to win. Um, I'm trying to remember my final four. It was pretty, pretty bad. It was, I think, three ones and a two. So... Tough. That's a pretty uh, normie pick. <laughs> um, I did stick with my sleeper, Arkansas Elite Eight. So I'm excited about that one. I think that's going to be a team I'm really rooting for. Um, maybe I'll Arkansas put... Elite Eight? Yeah. I love that, Trey. Thank I, you. I, I have that in zero of my brackets, but I absolutely love it. Thank you. Thank you. Dave Tucker, they've made the Elite Eight for the past like five years or something like that. So, um, I'm, I'm happy. I'm excited about that team. I'm starting to think UCLA might win it. Um, something in my gut's telling me that UCLA is going to win it, but I'm going to stick with Bama roll tide. I think it'd be funny if they just had an off year in football and they win the whole thing. Also with all this crazy stuff going with their team murderers and such. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm trying to think of some of my upsets. I didn't take any 16s over ones. Um, I did just bet a 16 to cover, though. So um, I'm trying to think who were. I don't have my bracket in front of me, but I can definitely look at it. Um, Tucker, wh- what do you? Who do you got? I think we had a similar final, you and I. Uh, yeah, I need to remember which bracket we're talking about. Um, so I have I have Bama, Purdue, Houston, and UCLA in my final four. So that is three ones and a two. Uh, that's a little soft. I won't. It's very won't, soft. You don't have to. Uh, you don't have to be nice. Yeah, no, I, I'm not impressed by that, um, to say the least. But um, um, let me. I'm just scrolling back up into the group chat to where I put my bracket in. So let's see. I have. Or I have Alabama, obviously, Texas, UCLA, and Kentucky. Kentucky's my wild card team. Could lose in the first round. 
don't know why they got into the final four in my bracket, uh, but I kind of like it. I actually do know why. I had futures on three of the teams in the Elite Eight, and I didn't want to put them all in the final four because I was like, yeah, that's too biased. So I decided that Tennessee would lose to Kentucky. I I have uh, Tamu beating Texas in the in the battle for Texas. Oh, that's disrespectful. Uh, horns up. But uh, overall, I have Alabama winning in my bracket. But I do believe in Texas. I do believe in UCLA. And Dylan, Dylan and Trey, I noticed you guys are not big upset guys. Now, Dylan, I I think I say this every year. It surprises me. Um, you're a wasted guy. And I, I thought maybe you'd be shooting for the long shots a little bit more than you are. Uh, it's a lot of... It's a lot of <laughs> You know, one, two, three, four, fives. I want to see a couple thirteens out there, and whether it happens or not, uh, it's it's just kind of the fun nature of the game. In one of my brackets, I got Grand Canyon in the final four. I think that's just fun. That's fun. Now, I Cam. Like- now, Cam. The reason that I went, you know, no upsets, is because last year you said it was going to be the calmest tournament ever, and it was the craziest. This year you said it's going to be the craziest, so I'm figuring it's going to be one of the calmer. Years. Well, no one's good this year, so it's my fault. I'm just, I'm just. You listen, you're a bracketologist. Last year, you put, you said that, and you know, there's a trend, and I gotta follow the trend. It's like I'm, it's like with Arkansas as my sleeper. I gotta follow the trend. Fine. All right, so Cam, you can give me a whole bunch of slack, but or flack, flack, sorry, but give me some slack because all that really matters is like can, can how many can you get in your sweet 16 how many can you get in your lead eight? how many how many of, brackets how many of the in the final four can you get the first round statistically you should always take the favorite and then change everything up after that because it's just a way better chance of getting more right in the first round. Yeah, see, I'm not about I'm not about getting more like the law of averages. I'm about having a perfect bracket done. What I is the one the that you're always supposed to take guys, in the first can round? Can I get my ways to take out here? I didn't get to get my ways to take out this year, which I'm uh, this week, which is very important for this week only. Go ahead. This is gonna be the first year someone gets a perfect bracket. <laughs> I feel like we've had this take before. I, I can feel it. I can feel it, guys. I'm telling you, someone's getting a perfect bracket this year. I'm not going to say it's me, but I'm also not going to say it's not me. I, I'm not going to say who it is at all. <laughs> I'm not going to say who it is, but it might be me. <coughs> I was saying the other day not that imagine imagine if our collaborative bracket went perfect. Our lives would change. This podcast our would... collaborative bracket is, is a good is a good mixture of all of us. The, the non-upset guys, I didn't know really what to do with yours because I couldn't I, I couldn't have Arkansas beat Kansas. I couldn't have, I don't, I don't know. It's more of a me and Tucker's combined bracket. So you didn't put Arkansas very far. I couldn't because me and Dylan both had Kansas winning. Wait, so who does our combined bracket have winning? Bama, Arkansas? no? Okay, yeah, it's Bama over Kansas. I can give you I can give you it right now. Hold on. I see so, you were up on my Arkansas pick last week, Cam. Tucker's up on I, it. I was, but how am I gonna explain Kansas, the winner in two of our brackets? Just go with the gut. 
and yeah. I got yeah. set. Yeah. So our elite eight in this one is Bama our Bama over Arizona, Duke over Marquette, Texas over Miami, Kansas over UCLA, and then Bama over Kansas in the finals. I, I, I feel like that is vastly different from my Elite Eight. but Yeah, it is. It is. And it had to be because me and Tucker both had Duke in the Elite so Eight. So you just waited yours more than Dylan's and I's. <laughs> I had to wait two people having an upset over you guys just picking the better team, or the better seed. Yes. Sorry. It's going to be perfect, and then you're not going to be complaining anymore. All right. That's true. Yeah. I won't complain if it's perfect. Um, you know, like, do you want to have a fully chalk bracket? Because if you pick, like – what the majority Kinda, of yeah. every single thing, it will be the favorite in single game. I feel like I'll get more right if I do a fully chalk bracket than if I pick a bunch <laughs> yeah, of upsets. Sure, you'll never get the perfect one. I don't. Talker, I don't. I have no. Uh, my ways to take. Fairly Dickinson's beating Purdue. Wow. We all yeah. bet it too, Tuck. We all. Uh, Dill and I just put twenty-five bucks each on it. Uh, them to cover, rather. Yeah, whack. They're winning. Money lines like. <laughs> 2200 or something. Uh, <laughs> they, damn, you're, damn, I'm so, like, I can't emphasize enough. Zach Eady, that's the exact team that Zach Eady has the game of his life against because it's just like, <laughs> I feel like that's where Zach Eady thrives, is bad competition. So there's two things that are going to happen. Zach Eady's uh, not that good, but against, like, college level average back. He's probably the best player in the tournament, but. Yeah. Uh, but he's not like a. But he's not like an NBA talent. Is my point. So here's my point: is Fairleigh Dickinson should not be in the tournament. They did not win their conference championship. They are only in because the winner of the conference championship is Merrimack, who just came up from Division Two, so they're not eligible yes. for the tournament. And therefore, Fairleigh Dickinson has no business being here. No business beating Purdue. No business winning against Texas Southern today by 23. Therefore, they will win. Throw on. I just can't believe their name is Fairly Dickinson. Was it <laughs> yeah, under- there's a lot of crazy names. Oral so, Roberts, uh, Dickinson. Even Colgate. Wait, wait, wait. You guys want to hear something even crazy? Colgate's funny. If Iona and St. Mary's both Who win, Battle of the Gales. <laughs> All right, I think that was the most productive March Madness conversation we've ever had. It felt most in-depth. Um, are we ready to move on to list, guys, or anything else we want to cover? I'm ready for list. I got a great list. All right. Wait, what's the list, guys? It's ugly people. It's ugly people. <laughs> I think we decided no draft style. We're oh, just, we did? I don't know. <laughs> do we want to do a draft? I can draft for sure. All right. All right, we'll draft. Wait, this is bad for me. I was not ready for this. I got seven on my list, so. Oh, this is tough. Um, how should how should we? Last week we did it by leader in the polls. Should we just do the same thing? Yeah, I mean, I can go first. Everyone knows mine. All right, we'll go. Cam, Dylan, Tucker, me. Oh, <clears throat> uh, you might want to go Tucker, Tucker last. Yeah, go with me last, please. Okay. All right, my number one, and before we start this, it's going to be men and women. We're inclusive. It's nothing against them. It's against their genes. Number one, Danny DeVito. Um, The guy looks like a slug. He looks like a slug. 
and before the episode started, me and Linnea, um, we were thinking about list guy choices. We said ugly people. Me and Linnea at the same time said Danny DeVito. Um, it's no shocker. Great guy. Great actor. Heard he's a wonderful man. Just didn't get the right genes. More successful than me. So, you know, he's doing something right. But yeah, he's, he's, he's number one on the entire draft. Dale? Um, my, my number one, I'm going to go with Steve Buscemi. Number one, very solid pick. Uh, Cam, Cam, you brought him up. Uh, or Linnea maybe brought it up. I forget earlier before the show. Um, this was the first one that came to mind for me. So I have to take number one. The guy, crazy eyes. Do you have my Oreo and gumball pizza? <laughs> I thought that squirrel was talking to me over there. The guy, uh, great, great actor. Always in Adam Sandler movies. Just goofy looking dude. All right. My number one pick is going to be Michael Jackson. Now, this is a tough, kind of a tough pick because... Was Michael Jackson very bad looking in his 20s? No. But was he for the rest of his life? <laughs> Absolutely. By the end of his life, the nose was falling off. The chin was poking out. The cheeks were sunken. He had the long hair. He was white as a sheet, even though he was an African-American man. Boy, he was ugly. <laughs> he was a weird looking He dude. couldn't get chicks, so he went with the kitties. <laughs> <laughs> Not a good look for MJ. MJ is going to be my number one. I'm gonna get some slack for my list, but my number one, Jay Z. Oh, good one. You're talking about. Forgot about that. And like, (laughs) I also think that he should get props for being an ugly dude that bagged Beyonce. Good for him. Like, not even just a pretty person, a pretty like person that might be more famous than him. So good for him. Number two, some Harry Potter slander in the group. It's Rupert Grint. Ugly. Ugly dude. Ugly dude. Ugly. Just, uh, Daniel Radcliffe, not very attractive either. He might make an appearance later. Daniel yeah. Radcliffe's not attractive, but I don't think he's Rupert Grint ugly. Uh, the old, old, older Rupert Grint now? He's not. He's no. Not, he's not looking. I'm, so I'm looking online at the list, and people clearly don't know what an ugly person is, because I'm looking at a list that has Britney Spears, Angelina Jolie. Miley Cyrus at least three times. It's ridiculous. Um... I'm going to go, my number two, widely known, ugly celebrity, been made fun of for it a lot, Sarah Jessica Parker. (laughs) South Park has put that girl in a body bag. Now, do I I think she's a talented actress. She's married to Matthew Broderick, who I like very much as an actor, but a little bit of a horse face on her. Very talented, like I said, not trying to get canceled. She's not a very attractive woman. So Sarah Jessica Parker is my number two. She's worth about two hundred million. Though. Good for her. Which She's a very successful, very talented makes actress. Her, makes her a little bit more. Attractive. And Kim Kardashian's on this list. Like, what is this list that I'm looking at? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's a lot of people that are like self-conscious. Sophia Veraga, Vergara. That stupid. is uh, My number two. I'm gonna go with another all-time ugly but successful actors. I'm going. Um, Adam Sandler. I don't think he's ugly. He's not. I don't think he's ugly. Either. He's he's not attractive. 
Ice he's, he's he's pasty white. He's chubby. He's got a weird looking we face. To, I think we're gonna need a graphic for this list. Like I think we're gonna need to post this one. And see how people react. Um, it's definitely not a good looking guy. And uh, <laughs> this list I'm looking at has Zac Efron. That that's the worst list I've ever heard. Bieber of. right behind him. This is ridiculous. Sandusky. Um, Cam, you're up. Piper Banks on mine. All right, I'm going to go uh, first off with the second female of the list, Susan Boyle. Uh, <laughs> absolute. From the Raptors. Dog face. Um, it's, it's bad. And I want to let you guys know, I didn't Google anything, anything for this. I got a list of like eight coming. Um, Susan Boyle came to mind. I did think of her and then Google to look at her face, and then it just that just made it a certain shoe-in for number two. Um, number three, I got a couple of them brewing here. I'm going to go with Carrot Top. Um, that's another <laughs> one where I immediately came up. I was thinking like redheads and I Googled that one and was like, yep, not great looking. Uh, once again, all these guys are more famous than us. So no hate, just, you know, you did it while being ugly. That's more impressive than anything. That's my number two and three. Dill. Uh, number three, I'm going with Weird Al. At number three, I was thinking about it that one. Goofy, goofy looking dude. It definitely had some some plastics done on those cheekbones because they're always he's always smiling even when he's frowning. Um, weird looking guy, good music, but yeah. Number three. Uh, my number four is a sleeper pick. Number three. My number three is a sleeper pick. I'm going with SpongeBob. Now, SpongeBob is a sponge. There was a, a time where he uh, was very ugly, and he horrified people around him. He was ugly, and he was proud. We all know the story about the ugly barnacle, who was so ugly that everyone died. The end. Um, so SpongeBob is, uh, you know, maybe attractive to some. Uh, he's obviously single, never really had a girlfriend or anything, or boyfriend or whatever he is. Um, but... He is a sponge, and, you know, sponges, they got holes. They're kind of, you know, they're weird colors. So, SpongeBob's my number three. Um, my number three, Whoopi Goldberg. That's a and good one. You know what? I'm going to say it. I just hate Whoopi Goldberg. I've just never understood the appeal of her. Just, like, she's on The View, kind of just sucks. I don't know. She's bad in movies. Just as Whoopi Goldberg in a movie. Like, she can't play a character. She can just be Whoopi Goldberg in a movie. I don't know. I just I just don't like her. She's not a good actress. She's not really good at anything. And yet she's wildly famous. This is not just, I think, that she's ugly and talented. I don't think she's talented, and I think she's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> and coming back around to me, to someone ugly and extremely talented, Elton John. Okay. Ugly guy. Mm. Nothing against I think him. that's a salt. I agree with that. Nothing against him. Like Elton John. Super I think he's talented. average looking. I wouldn't say he's I just, ugly. I just want to... Elton John's not average looking. If Elton John wasn't famous, no one would talk to him. Um, but yeah, Elton John, number four on my list. think he's a sleeper pick. Doesn't get enough talk about as an ugly person. But definitely not an attractive person. Alright, my number four is going to be... Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson, very scary looking dude. 
Looks like a vampire. <laughs> Rumors about him removing ribs for reasons permeated through middle school. Um, yeah, you ever take a good look at Marilyn Manson? He scared, mm-hmm. uh, he scared me as a kid. I didn't like seeing him around. Vampire. Don't like him. <laughs> ugly. Very ugly. Marilyn Manson. My number four. Um, is it number four for me? Yes. My number four, I'm going to go with another British songwriter. I'm going with Paul McCartney. He's ugly. Always been ugly. Yeah. I don't know why people liked him. I mean, the Beatles <laughs> or a thing, but especially now, it looks like a bird. It's just weird looking dude. Yeah, not a fan. Bit of a sleeper. Noted ugly I don't know person why on this list, Pamela him. Anderson. <laughs> Alright, I was going to give my honorable mentions, but we're not done yet, are we? You guys still have to go? Yes. Okay, so I can't I can't give those quite yet. Um, <clears throat> in honor of March Madness, go ahead and do yourself a favor. Look up Joe Lenardi. That man looks like the goblin guarding uh, Gringotts. <laughs> go ahead and, and, and look him up. Um, <laughs> I didn't realize what he looked like. I always just saw it pop up on my phone. Uh, he's got, you know, he's got a bracket like up or whatever. I finally watched him like last year or something, and that man's got some some problems going on with his face. <laughs> it looks if fake. You know, Should I just say you'll you'll go ahead and agree that he does look like a goblin? I don't like his smile. <laughs> he's got. It looks like he's wearing yeah. a mask of a face on top of a face. Yeah, he's guarding Horcruxes. Is what he's doing. Um, and then my number five, everyone's gonna obviously know this one. It's Jeff Saturday. Um, <laughs> just got he's just got a punch in the face. And I don't think anyone really agrees with me here. I, I know for a fact there's a few select few um, <clears throat> that will agree with me. But uh, there's something about that guy's face that just gets me, he rubs me the wrong way, man. And uh, I want to punch it. And he's a bad coach. And he shouldn't have lost weight. Dale? Um, I'm going with another British rock band. Steven Tyler. That is American. They're from Boston. He was on my list. He was on my really? list. Really? Aerosmith is from Boston. Are yeah. you sure? He's positive. <laughs> that guy does not look like or sound like he's from Boston. He's from Boston. Is that why we always have those their their logo all over the place? Yeah, I just thought they just came from over there and just did. They, they formed in Boston. I don't know where they grew up, but they're they're American and they're they formed in Boston. All right. Well, number five is Stephen, but I'm gonna I'm gonna have to look this up. I think Stephen had a bit of a nice, handsome, rugged look when he was younger. I think I agree. Now he's ugly, but um, okay. My number five. I've had a couple candidates. I've narrowed it down. I'm surprised there haven't been more athletes on this list. I'm going with Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is ugly, dude. He's got a weird face. He's got a weird face. He's got like something with the nose and the eyes. Maybe the eyes are too close to the nose. I don't know what it is. Extremely talented player. Very, very good at his craft. Ugly dude. He's ugly. Jackson Mahomes is better looking than uh, Patrick. I'll I'll throw that out right now. Um, Patrick Mahomes, my number five. Uh, last pick of the draft. I'm going with Patton Oswalt. That's me. Um, he's ugly. He's a notoriously ugly person. 
Okay, Pat, my honorable uh, mention I, is I, Dylan I, Benham. <laughs> I love Patton Oswalt. He's ugly though. Uh, great actor, like what he does. But he's like Patton Oswalt has never played the love interest in a movie in his entire life, and there's a reason for that. Uh, but yeah, Remy the Rat. Definitely taking Patton Oswalt here. Honorable mentions to Quentin Tarantino and John C. Riley. Quentin Tarantino and John C. Riley both on the mentions for me. I also have Joe Namath, who was brought up earlier in the show. I think Joe's handsome. Oh, he used to be. Not anymore. Ugly. Um, Chumley from Fallen Stars <laughs> on there. And then Dog the Bounty Hunter. Dog. Oh, Dog the Bounty Hunter. Um, I got Kim Jong-un. I got a couple. Um, That's racist. It's not racist at all. He's a fat little pudgy man, and he's a dictator. Um, he's got eight. an ugly soul. <laughs> can we, we can do dead people, right? Dead people. All right. A, uh, Abe Lincoln. Ugly. Weird great, look. Great dude. Ugly. Weird looking dude. Um, also not dead. Uh, Peyton Manning. He's, he's just, yeah. He's toe head. Weird looking guy. Like he's a weird looking guy. Um, Alex Ovechkin. Um, Dave Portnoy pre-money. Elon Musk before any sort of hair treatment. Yeah. Also very similar to Dave Portnoy, fat and bald. If you're rich, yeah, but a little bit better now. Ugly, you're really ugly because there's proof of like how money can make someone attractive. Year year four, Tom Brady, fat and ugly with the the hair. You're rich and ugly. You're just so ugly as a person because it's so easy to not be ugly when you're rich. <laughs> this is a terrible list. That's right. We shouldn't have done this. This was mean. <laughs> you can fix any problem you have and you still look like shit. There's no reason Steve Buscemi, Buscemi should look the way he does yeah. after all of his successful acting roles. <laughs> well, that's why he gets like, the roles. Like About Steve Joe Buscemi, Pesci? I think that the fact that he's Another ugly yeah. is like part of what makes him good. Whoopi Goldberg, on the other hand. Like, Didn't she do oh, Celebrity Squares? Wasn't that her thing? Uh, maybe. Sorry uh, right for, the, for the. Let's move on to people who know things. Also, <laughs> I need to apologize about Aerosmith. I just I bundled that one. That's yeah, all right. Uh, same era as all those British bands. Um, let's move on to something not about ugly people. It's actually about pretty people. The movie Zoolander. Who watched it? It was terrible. <laughs> I'm going to lose a point that I just won. I missed it. Oh, no. Well, thank you for your honesty, Cam. Dill? It's not a good movie. Okay. Well, we'll start. Uh, Tucker, you go ahead. Yeah. I um, rewatched Zoolander. So I've watched Zoolander before. I thought it was funny. I rewatched it. It might have been one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I didn't really find it particularly funny. Like, it had, like, really low-brow, like, I guess, like, brown noise movie, it's okay for being that, but I don't know, like, when I think of Will Ferrell and all these people, I just feel like they're way funnier than what this movie was, I don't know, just everything about this movie was super average to below average, there was no real funny part, I give it a 4.5, which might be one of my lowest ratings of all time. Yeah, Tucker's a high score. He is. What do you, what do you have, Dill? Um... This is like one of those movies where, like, when it came out, it was like this is like this like it became an instant iconic movie because there's nothing ever like it before. But since like, like nowadays, 
we get weird, goofy movies all the time. They don't have to just be weird and goofy to be funny. Like, this just is not funny, and it's weird and goofy. Um, so, I, I, I've seen it before, and I don't really like it. I, always, I never really liked it. Um, I'll give it a 5... 4.9. I, yeah, so I agree with you guys. I don't think it's that funny. I think it's, I don't think it's, like, horrible or anything, like, unwatchable. I think, you know, obviously there's a lot of talented actors. I think there are some, I think Will Ferrell's character is pretty good. I think he's pretty funny. Um, I was kind of just watching for the memes, but I, I actually, I'm in, a, like, the opposite of you, Tucker, where I watched it, like, four years ago or so, and didn't like it, and then liked it more the second time around. I don't know what it was. It was more p- paying more attention. But, um, I mean, it was... You guys are right. It's a mediocre comedy, and it's 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 got a really good cast, but they're not used very well. Um, so I'll, I'll go 4-8 for me. Uh, all right, we're back up top to... Oh, shit, we're back to me? Yes, because you won the... Playoff thing. Oscars just happened. Don't know if you guys watched it all. No. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Tucker's first pick won Best Picture. Yeah, I really wish I watched that. Data from Goonies won Best Supporting Actor. Oh, you know what I'm going to pick if it's... I'm just trying to see where it's available, if this movie's available. Uh, someone filled the uh, bedtime. Um, Brendan Fraser from The Mummy won an Oscar. So, yeah, my pick is The Whale. What is that on? Uh, Amazon. I don't know. I'm trying to find something where it's on. The Whale? Yeah. Isn't that the one that won something? Yeah, Brendan Fraser won Best Actor. Yeah, no, I I really want to watch it, honestly. So, Tucker and I have completely flipped, because I used to pick the Oscar nominees, and he used to pick the stupid comedies nobody wanted to watch. And now I'm picking the Well, I just genuinely want to have a reason to watch the Oscar nominees. Um, all right. The Whale it is. Uh, I think that's our show. Uh, glad everyone was able to make it. Um, we will we'll be back next week. Hopefully we'll have some more free agency stuff going on. Uh, but that's it for now. Thanks for getting wasted with us. And we'll see you next week. So long. See you. See you.